Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome once again to madam perry salon i am your host cruise director spiritual advisor and groove mistress madam perry and i've been away a few weeks and i'm sorry uh didn't mean to be gone so long but i am so happy to be back happy um to be on the air bringing fabulous people to my fabulous listeners and by the way since it's been a while let me remind you that and and Well, first of all, thank you so much for everybody that follows and listens and was still downloading and subscribing and leaving uh, reviews on Stitcher while I was off the air. Thank you so much because it's, it's because of you that I am able to continue to bring in so many fantastic guests like we've been having, like we've got coming up, and like we have tonight. Also, so many of the guests, you know, have, um, have special uh special deals for you and for example if you go to mitch levy l-e-v-y the aha guy say you've got a business book you want to write but you don't have time because you're doing business well his people will help you out they'll uh, get your ideas what you wanted to say get the ghost writer on it and um and also help promote it and if you go there and mention that Madam Perry sent you, they will put you at the top of the list. They promised me that. Also, uh, Franny Goldie, who was on here about a month or two ago, uh, F-R-A-N-N-E-G-O-L-D-E, you may know her music, if you don't know her name, songs like On the Night Shift by the Commodores, Stick With You, Pussycat Dolls, um, Dreamin' by Selena. This woman has written hundreds if not thousands of songs that you know and love and very award-winning author. But now she has a, she's designing clothes. She has a business. And just go to the website, FrannyGoldie.com, and you'll see some pants called Magic Pants. That's not what she named them. That's what Adam, Gold, Adam Glassman, who is Oprah's style guru in O oh, the Oprah magazine, he has featured that in his style section at least six times in the last year and a half, as well as taking them on to uh, The View. Uh, And this is not something she pays for. This is not bought advertisement. This is Adam saying these pants are so gorgeous. They look professional, but they're comfortable. And um, that's why he calls them magic pants. If you go onto her site, FrannyGoldie.com, to buy the pants or anything you want there, put in M. P.S. That's the initials for Madam Perry Salon, M.P.S. And Franny's going to have a nice little discount waiting for you when you check out. So that's another good thing. And, uh, yeah, so many cool things and so many cool guests uh, coming up. But tonight, I am so psyched. You probably know my friend Sherry Rabinowitz, and I talk about her, and I've been on her podcast. She's been on mine. She has a show called Chatting with Sherry. She's also a playwright and author, and she knows the coolest people, and she introduces me to them because she's that nice. She doesn't keep them all to herself, and uh, my guest tonight is also another friend of Sherry's, 
Thanks, Sherry. And, you know, I love all kinds of writing, but I've been a fan of science fiction since I was a kid. And so Sherry knows I love science fiction, and that is why she's introduced me to tonight's guest. Um, she's been nominated several times and uh, for Reader's Choice Award. She's become a top ten finalist in the prestigious Global Author Academy Award. And she's also, uh, well, she is an award-winning author as well as very popular. But she's here to talk about a new science fiction series. Um, and I'm going to say, please welcome into the genie bottle, that is Madame Perry Salon, author Melody Ash. Melody, come on in. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I am delighted. Were you always a science fiction fan as well? Because I think I can't remember when I wasn't a sci-fi fan. I think I always was. Um, Star Wars and, um, oh, goodness, never-ending story is, I guess, more fantasy than science fiction. But um, growing up, you know, just love all the different possibilities that, science fiction and fantasy brings to you and um there's no there's no bars holding you in you can just do whatever you need to do so i love that you can really stretch your imagination that way it's i've always felt maybe even as a kid i felt like it was sort of a a a mini vacation or like being able just to yeah just just take a little time away from the from the world and, and explore other realms and um and I guess I too I yeah. believed in the possibility of what could come, you know, what people could come up with or create, you know, going yeah. to uh, out the sea. So this is so cool. Well, now you're um, you've got a book coming up, and it's going to be published in October. But it's part of mm-hmm. a series, and I want to talk about um, first. Tell us about the first book in the series and what it's and what the series is called. Okay. The series is called Web of Echoes, and the first book is Deep Echoes. Um, it opens up with Caitlin Benoit, and she is an archaeologist on vacation uh, when her partner calls her up and says, hey, got this really great find you need to come check out. And so she heads down um, to um, South Carolina where she finds this. It's the ruins of an old slave cabin. And that's something that really interests her. She's um, biracial, so she has history, personal history, you know, on both white and the black side. And so this is something that really just captivates her anyway. Um, And her partner shows her this rock that has engravings on it. And she kind of breaks the the procedures of what she should be doing and not doing, and she kind of knows better. Um, but she goes and picks up this rock, waves her hand over it, and she is sent to um, 1851 South Carolina on this plantation. Um, and she's kind of trapped there. So, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So being biracial, oh, and it, 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 it presents a few complications for her. Plus, she's got to figure out how to get out. So, Wow. See, um, I had posted a... Um, uh, a banner about this on Facebook as well as on Twitter that says uh, it, it's the pictures of the uh, Deep Echoes cover, and it says mm-hmm. she's a no holds barred kick butt don't cover the ugly parts archaeologist. But history wants to teach her a lesson. Okay, so yeah. right there, right there, you give us a character, 
and you tell us what's going well not what's going to happen but you tell us it's going to be good it's not going to be what the, the uh what our heroine expects no no it's not <laughs> no she goes so, in with some preconceived notions from her past and from her heritage and she's she's going to be taught a few lessons and and yeah it's it's going to be exciting and, and that already intrigues me because, first of all, yeah, if you think about the way, no holds barred, kick butt, don't cover the ugly parts, archaeologist. So in other words, you're telling us she's not just somebody who's there in the lab coat, um, in glasses, hair up, and everybody thinks she just goes home and uh, maybe has one glass of wine and listens to classical music and has no social life. This is not describing that kind of archaeologist at all. You're letting me know that this is somebody who is out there, who's got a mission, Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have you? She's not going to fit in any kind of preconceived box, and uh, this is going to be a woman who who knows what she's going for, knows what she wants. Nobody's going to get in her way. But on the other hand, she's about to get a big surprise. And and yeah, and the preconceived notions. Um, people people do have a lot of preconceived notions about history and different people and different cultures, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. I like it already. <laughs> well, thank well, you very much. No, so our heroine's name is Caitlin. Caitlin, and and how did you create her character? Did you base her on any specific peop- real people in life that you know, or she's actually um, a mix of my own daughters? Um, strangely enough, my kids are are still quite young. Um, but she's got traits from both my girls, and um, she's that's it's been really fun with her because um, I my youngest is all sass, and my oldest can take things pretty seriously. She's super his, history oriented at, even at ten years old, um, and so um, that's kind of what I drew from to create this character is what. A little bit of my children, and then my imagination of what they could be like as they get older, um, and then kind of blended that in with with some Tomb Raider and some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now the the series Web of Echoes um, is mm-hmm. this a trilogy, or are there more books than that, or? There, this is actually going to be an eight-book series. Um, yes, the first five books are in some stage of completion. The last three I need to finish up. Um, but it's going to be, there's going to be four full-length novels, and in between each one of those is going to be a short story, um, little side trip that is important to the rest of it, but it, it doesn't pay as big, uh, it doesn't play as big of a role as the four main novels do. So um, the readers can, you know, get past, go bypass those four short stories if they want to, um, but they may miss a couple details if they do. Wow. Okay. And when you, and I know most authors really have someone that they picture. When you picture Caitlin, do you, is there a particular, like, and, and everybody thinks about, and, you know, as an entertainment publicist, I always want my clients to think big, like, you know, think big going for a TV series or, or a film. Who 
would you see? Who, what, what actress that we would recognize do you see, or not recognize, would you see in the role? Oh, for Caitlin, you know, she is actually my first character that I have ever created that I haven't really got a famous face for. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Um, and maybe because I use a little bit of my own children's personalities for her. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know that I have anybody in, in mind that would – I would love to see her go to movies or, <laughs> or a series, but right now I just can't think of anybody I would – that I have in mind for her. When you um... – Okay, so we get to to create our own, and then we'll all send you. Let's, okay, people, this is an out. This is a, a challenge. When you read Echoes, Book One and Web of Echoes, and uh, we'll talk about the next one coming up soon. Think about who, how you see Caitlin, and um, and then we can all let Melody Ash know what we see. Now, oh, that'd she, be great. If that's okay with you, yeah. That that is totally okay with me. I might even find think of a giveaway to go along with that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, now, so so um, so deep echoes, uh, book one of web of echoes is already out, and <laughs> the next book. And I see that you've already got three that we can um, we can find three that mm-hmm. three covers you've already got planned. Um, I think there's the next book coming out soon. Yeah, Northern Echoes will be out October 10th. That is the first full-length novel. Um, and then Sunken Echoes comes after that. That will be in uh, middle, late November. And that one is the next short story uh, side trip that she goes on. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Deep Echoes will be the launch date or publication date is? Northern Echoes is October 10th, and I think Sunken Echoes is November 19th. I need to look at my calendar. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, though. Okay. Now, reading one of the, um, let's see, I wanted to read um, the description online, but um, my screen is going in and out. But tell me, what is, when you, when, when readers uh, start to, Start into the series with Deep Echoes to begin mm-hmm. in the in the series. What do you want, or what do you expect in the book will will surprise them about Caitlin and her archaeologist and her and her um, surprise trip to the past? I think um, one. I think Caitlin's strength. Um, and then how that strength is tested is going to be a treat for readers. Um, we have, and it, it, the market's changing now. We're, um, there's starting to be much stronger women in the market um, as characters. And, uh, but Caitlin is, is part of that up-and-coming or that now um, popular take on fiction where you have the stronger woman um, who doesn't necessarily need the man to rescue her. She's that type of character. Um, but that said, that will be put to test, and I think um, that's going to be a treat. Um, I know it's a treat for myself as a writer, um, and, you know, as we write, rewriters end up becoming friends with our characters. So um, hmm. 
to be watching her change um, and being put under these restrictions because in the past having that strong personality as a woman was not acceptable and she's going to be faced with some uh, real challenges um, simply because of her personality um, and that's before taking any account into her heritage and her um, her makeup as you know as a biracial woman as well so um, that's going to be a lot of fun and then the puzzle itself isn't going to be what readers are expecting. Um, it's a huge puzzle. It's Like I said, it's eight books long, and um, it's going to take readers through quite a journey. Uh, it takes Caitlin through quite a journey, and she tries to figure out exactly what all these pieces are and how they come together and what that means as far as her getting back home or not getting back home. So, um <laughs> I am not giving anything away. <laughs> uh, you know, somehow I knew. I, I, I thought I could drag something out of you, but somehow I knew you were going to be tough on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did you want to read something to us tonight, or were you prepared? Because if not, I if you do, that's... could. It would take me a minute to pull it up on my computer. Um, okay. Because I don't um, have the you... print yet, so. I could go ahead and give you um, a few minutes to do that. Um, okay. And I'm so psyched about this book. So I'll tell you what. Um, by the way, if you're listening live tonight, I mean, if you're listening, yeah, tonight to the live broadcast, and here we are, September 17th, 8, 17 p.m. Eastern, 5.17 Pacific, anywhere else, you know where you are and what time it is. And you want to talk to Melody Ash, it's okay to give us a call right now. At 646-716-9922. That's 646-716-9922. And remember, for people who can't, and I don't know about you, Melody, but I know I've been in situations, people who might have to be quiet somewhere or be at a day job where they can't call, you can always message me on Facebook to Madam Perry Salon or Jennifer Maudette Perry. Uh, your questions or comments, and I'll definitely share them with Melody Ash. And so right now, I'm going to go to a... A little um, PSA in here, and it'll take uh, a little bit of just a couple of minutes, and then I'll be back with Melody Ash. So, Chuck, talk to us about Fisdale being the Knicks' new coach. What's your uh, thoughts on that? Well, well, I, I tell you right now, Ernie, it don't matter who gonna coach this team. They don't got no talent on we it, and I don't. I don't really feel I talk. That's kind of hard. I don't feel I talk about the Knicks right now. Do you want to talk about lunch? No. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Chuck? See, Ernie, I've been listening to a podcast called Madam Perry Salon. And I think Jennifer Perry, she's a great host. I mean, she got all these bestseller authors, Rostar, all the dip comedians. What about people you that could, don't have rings? Here we go again. Real funny, Chuck. Real funny. <laughs> but I think she's great, and I think people would love her show. She got a great laugh. She make the laugh come out of nowhere, like an eagle come in there and just steal the whole show. It's 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 a beautiful thing. It's not terrible. Well, thank you, Charles Barkley. And sometimes that's the best thing something someone can say about you is that it's not terrible. Don't you think so, Melanie? I do. <laughs> not terrible. <laughs> now, when it when Deep Echoes opens up, it's um, 
and Melody is in North Carolina mm-hmm. at the Biltmore Mansion. Yes. Now, tell me something, Melody Ash. Did you have to – see, that's my Nancy Grace when she goes and calls everybody by their first and last name. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened to if you ever listen to, Mel- to uh, uh, Nancy Grace, but sometimes I listen to her on the radio, like, and then she'll give everybody's name and definition. Melody Ash, science fiction writer. Tell us, you know, everything has to be the full name and title. But <laughs> did you have to have to bear through a visit to the Biltmore to research? Oh, I wish I could. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, but that's the great thing about Google Maps. Um, I call him the little man in the corner. You know, you take him, you drop him down, and um, I take little man on all kinds of journeys, and <laughs> we get to tour things. Um, I do a lot of that with Google Maps. I, I tour all the different sites. I pull up every website I can find, every picture I can find. Um, and when I can't go to locations, that's how I, I get my information. Ah, very nice. Okay. Well, are you ready to read to us? I sure am. Yay. All right, folks. This is uh, (laughs) Melody Ash will tell us, will read to us from Deep Echoes. Okay. Caitlin rolled her eyes and turned her attention back to the rock. Unlike all the surrounding stonework, this one appeared to be river rock. Its sides were cracked and chipped, broken off over the years. On the front surface lurked carvings in a series of swirls and lines contained within an outer ring. It's phenomenal. These here, she pointed to the designs. They don't look random, do they? Sean leaned in closer, their eyes, their faces nearly touching. I admit, I didn't study it closely. I left that for you, but no, not random at all. Caitlin stood, eyes following the lines that were likely traced in white paint at one time. This find is a gold mine, even if this rock is the only thing we uncover. That was my thinking, too. We'll have to study it, see if there's a special significance. Caitlin hovered a hand above the rock, gently waved over the carving. The air around her grew stuffy in the late afternoon heat, an elastic pressure filling her lungs. Like breathing through plastic wrap, stuck under thousands of gallons of water. Her eyes grew wide as she struggled to clear her throat, but her voice was lost. Her hands... Oh, sorry, my computer just lost it. Okay, let's just bear with me here one second. I tried to scroll and it wanted to go like... Three pages. (laughs) Okay. Her eyes grew wide as she struggled to clear her throat, but her voice was lost, her hands moving in slow motion, frame by frame, in front of her. Then, with a shallow cough, she found her voice once more. That was strange. Sean's voice called out from the distance and then disappeared altogether. Caitlin lifted her eyes and stifled a scream. The open field was gone, replaced by a row of wood shacks. The forest beyond thicker, the tall, green, the tall grass was replaced with a dirt pathway. The stink of human, human waste followed the air. The grassland beyond the cabin's breeze is to kiss the mountainous landscape in the distance. It looked right and horribly, terrifyingly wrong. Mm. All right. And, uh, okay. And as... Um... <laughs> Now, you know, this is going to be, you know, I see, um, I can see this getting getting the fans of stories like Outlander just totally, yes. totally pulled in. I hope 
So. <laughs> yes, and uh, um, let's see, what was it? Oh, yes, and there's a thing in the, I think it's in the first page of the first chapter where uh, Caitlin, when she's first talking about the rock, you know, she says, but every find tells a bigger story, you know, and uh, as as we see later and in the part she read, so um, that's so cool, you know, you um, I have ideas for you, so I'll have to tell you that later because you know I'm a, I am a book publicist, so I got to tell you I don't want to tell this to everybody, so I've got some notes for you later. But um, oh great, <laughs> I can see see big, big stuff here. So um, how will you say you've got an eight book series? How do you plan so far ahead? I mean, how do you have the okay? How do you have two daughters and still have time to plan that far ahead on a book? That's what I'm really asking you. <laughs> well, um, my night times, I'm, I actually just get very little sleep is the truth of it all. Um, I wait until they go to bed at night. I homeschool all day long and um, they are, um, they have all my time during the day. Once in a while I can make an exception and get some marketing done or something, but my writing usually starts between eight and nine at night and I go until one, two o'clock in the morning. Um, hmm, okay. So you definitely have a uh, Yeah, I do. I need one because otherwise I never get anything done with, with two <laughs> girls. So. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, like like all the all the um, good writers have have uh, a system to to keep them on track because you have to. Because let's face it. I'm gonna have to get straight on with you here. Once you get us hooked, Melody, you can't let us down. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we will be oh. going all the way to the end on this one. And if um, everybody likes Caitlin enough, she could come back in another series at some point. So um, I'm leaving her open um, for to for more adventures. Okay, she may be careful what she touches. I don't know. Tell me about um, <laughs> this is a little bit different. Tell me about counterclockwise. The anthology. Counterclockwise actually was what started this whole uh, adventure with Caitlin. Um, I was approached. I also write under R.M. Alexander, um, and was approached by a um, someone that I network with on Facebook. She was doing an anthology and asked if I wanted to join, um, but it had to be time travel, and that did not neatly fit into my romantic suspense that R.M. <laughs> Alexander writes. Um, so I had to, I thought about it. I do have a lot of, um, fantasy type science fiction ideas. And so Caitlin or Caitlin and Melody Ash kind of were born at the same time. Um, and so we did the anthology. Um, I wrote deep echoes for it. And, um, as I was talking to uh, a girl, a woman that, we, she's my writing partner. Um, she writes her own books, but we collaborate all the time. We brainstorm all, to, all the time together. And I was, as I was talking to Tonya um, about it, you know, she said, well, you know, I think you've got something more here than just a short story. And I said, I think you're kind of right. <laughs> and, um, so the anthology was the launching pad into Caitlin's uh, adventure. Okay, well, I think that's pretty sweet because you are invited to submit to this anthology. 
mm-hmm. but it has to time travel, and there's where you create Caitlin Benoit. Yes. Yes. Kind of looks like what my friend, uh, my best friend Kenya and I would say was, uh, we always say that's that's our guardian angels playing with us. <laughs> they make I us think so. Surprise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, because I was actually writing a romantic suspense series under RM that is has now been um, put on the side, on the back burner, because Caitlin decided to pop up and take all my attention. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I don't know what it is about Caitlin, but she just, you know, she was determined, you're going to write my story, and you're going to do it now, and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I like this. So this is a counterclockwise, for um, anyone interested in, in uh, some an anthology about time travel, counterclockwise, a fiction atlas time travel anthology box set mm-hmm. um, is from. Let's see, I saw the the name of the press. It's Fiction Atlas Press, and yeah. uh, so you can also look that up, or also find that on on your website as well, or under um, I think under any of your work on on Amazon as well. Yes should be listed in there so well that's rather cool so therefore that 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 see to me that kind of thing gives me the chills like you get this invitation you're not even planning this you have to write this and then all of a sudden we get and i say we because you know fans are possessive we get (laughs) and the whole story so uh, from the um the web of echoes series so that's fantastic And, and again too you give us a, a modern day woman that we can identify with. Like I said, when she says, um, uh, "No holes barred, kick butt, archaeologist with a weak spot for the downtrodden eras and uh, downtrodden and eras past," a new site quickens her blood. And uh, yeah, that's that's our kind of gal. She's not just <laughs> doing a job. She's got a career. She's excited. She's got a focus. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Ready for adventure, although she doesn't know how much adventure she's going to get. That's right. <laughs> so is there anything you will tell us? Are you going to be on tour? If you are, can we can we find your schedule? Is it on your website? Or do you know, are you going to be out where people can meet you in person? I don't have any dates set up just yet. I'm hoping to get some um, going for next year. So... Um, always keep an eye on my website, uh, which is actually under rmalexander.com. And um, all my news events, I have a newsletter you can sign up for um, to keep up with everything. Um, and um, that anything that comes up will be posted in there. And just to be sure people know, um, I will share the link to your website address and all of your social media on my social media. So I know some people tell me they listen in their car or they listen at work or something. Uh, so if you don't, if you aren't in a position to be able to write this information down or write down the website, um, Earl, I will share that on all of my social media so that you can always find it. And if you go to the website, she has lots of stuff going on. She's got a newsletter you can subscribe to. Also, um, bookstore, book deals. You can even say how often you want the newsletter, weekly, monthly, um, HTML text. Very, very cool. That's very, very thoughtful of you, too. Also, any news and events, um, 
what's coming up, frequently asked questions. So, yeah, she's very, um, you've, you've got a nice, very nice website, and it's got a lot of good information that's easy to um, easy to maneuver around here. So that's great. Um, so we're not, are we going to be able to get any more secrets out of you about uh, Northern Echoes coming up, or are you just going to? No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hold it all close to my vest. <laughs> you know, I have to ask, okay? But I will tell you, if you're interested in Northern Echoes yet, and and you're saying, "Oh, come on, Melody," you can go to the website, <laughs> and she will give you she will give you a little description there. Uh, it's more than just a little blurb. It's a few paragraphs here that she'll tell you about what happens um, after. After the first book, after Deep Echoes, when it ends in Northern Echoes, um, I will say, because Melody's not here or not close enough to be able to punch me or cover my microphone, but I will say that the first uh, line says, Adventures are launched with a parlor and a sword. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> a par- That's all I'm going to say. And uh, But you can go to her website. And 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 read a little bit more about that. And uh, just such an absolutely fantastic heroine, such an intriguing story. And I just love just reading how you know you flesh it out. You make us see it. And this is what I need. I need an author. I need writers like you who have the gift of being able to. What they say, show don't tell. You show us, and you let us. You let us go along for the ride and see it ourselves, and I love that. Well, thank you very much. Um, is there anything that you would offer or suggest? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have a message. Um, hold on, okay. I've got a message from, okay, Susan in Daytona says, love sci-fi. This sounds cool. Love the entire premise. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Susan. Um, yeah, that's good. And also, Pat Browning in Missouri says, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get this, too. <laughs> okay. She says, thank you so much. I enjoy listening to the show, and I look forward to getting this book, too. Thank you, Pat Browning. I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, I know Melody does, too. Yes, I do. Thank you very much. So, um, do you get out to many festivals and things? I have this year. I've I've been so locked in the doors trying to get this series out that I haven't gotten out. Um, but that's like I said, that's planning on being changed next year. And I'm also working with a couple of authors. Um, and we're looking at some possibilities for a huge book signing in Florida as of January 2021. So we're getting those pieces together, um, and we're hoping to make it big. So if that's an area that um, readers are interested in in Orlando, Florida, we keep um, keep checking on the website and that um, for more news. Okay, I like that a lot. Um, also, do you would you consider going to science fiction? festivals and and conventions because they're getting bigger than ever and people love me and it's a great way to find uh, new authors, new artists as well as uh, um, new readers 
I would love to. I would love to, and I'm going to be checking into some of that too here, as, um, here towards the end of the year, so I can start looking for next year. All right, that would be great. Yeah, um, and it's and it's fun. You get to see so many other people too. So uh, yeah, I, I would say um, don't be surprised when you do if people come dressed as characters in Deep Echoes. Okay, just. Um, <laughs> That's one of the cool things about these events, whether it's you know um, Comic Con in San Diego or um, or Dragon Con in Atlanta or everything in between. I go in March to Wild Wild West Con, which is a steampunk convention. But every year there's a different theme. Like last this year it was um, Galactic Steampunk Federation, so it's part space, it's part um, steampunk, and I love the fact that people of all ages go there, of all walks of life. It's a diverse crowd, and people love to dress up, whether it's in the theme, whether it's like a character. So, um, so yeah, I can see some Caitlyn Benoit characters and costumes, and that would that would that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh yeah. So as an author, I can I can just picture you seeing them and go, wait, that's my, that's that's my character there. So. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Um, heck, it might even be. Um, hmm. Never mind. I'm not going to tell you this time, okay? Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Um, you never know where I'll show up. That's the truth. So, what do. Um, so, now, have you got a timeline for the entire uh, Web of Echo series? And I'm asking because. You know, as I said, once people get in, you know, they're going to be, once they get into book two, Northern Echoes, they're going to be nagging you. I am hoping that it is the plan. Um, like I said, five of the books are already in some stage of completion. So my plan is to start, is going to be releasing one um, about every four to six weeks. So it's going to come, uh, it started already and it's going to come pretty fast and furious now up you know, for the first part, all the way through the first part of next year. Okay. So when people are reading and finishing up and they're thinking what happens next, if they're reading into the late night or the wee hours, they can pretty well be assured that somewhere at the same time, you're keeping up the good work for them, right? You're not letting Absolutely. us down. Absolutely. Nope, not letting you down, and those pre-orders are going to keep coming up. So people pre-ordering where and how? Um, they are on Amazon, Nook, uh, Apple Books, Kobo, and who am I missing? Google Play. Okay, and I see, yeah, Amazon, Kobo, Apple Books, Nook. And I see here on your website on the page where it says uh, Northern Echoes, Web of Echoes, Book 2, um, there's a place to click and claim your pre-order package now. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, and that's going to have some exclusive goodies. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Read them to me. Do you want me to read them? What do they get? You can go ahead. I don't Tell us. <laughs> um, we're going to be. It's going to be um, all digital content, and it's going to be a poster. It's going to be a playlist of some great songs that um, helped me write the book. Um, and really, the the gold out of all that. There's going to be another short book. Um, each chapter is a different character from the story and it's basically where they're asked the question, tell me about an event that changed your life. 
and they have to answer that event. And it's going to be characters throughout um, uh, most, well, probably all eight books of the story, although heads up, they're not going to give you any spoilers. So <laughs> they're under strict guidelines that they can tell their story with no spoilers. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> and I love and, and again, this website, I, can't, I just can't talk enough about it. It's so good. It's so comfort, It's so beautiful. But you think, people, you think you're going to click on something that says, let's see, let me get back to where I can read the, the initial. It says, claim your pre-order package now. You think, oh, yeah, it's just something that's going to tell me PayPal or credit card or whatever. But no, it's much more than that. It's gorgeous. And it says, and exclusive Northern Echoes pre-order offer. Order yours today and receive these extras Extra goodies, and it's got an exclusive high-res poster. Um, yeah, chance to win bigger prizes. Author playlist of songs that you were telling us. Uh, it's open to readers worldwide. So, uh, yeah, it says pre-order in any format, ebook or paperback, from any available retailer before the eighth. And uh, yeah, and you can get this package. That is very, very generous. On top of a great story to do this. Well, it's lots of fun, and these characters just, I don't know, I can't get enough of, of hanging out with them. So <laughs> they wanted to tell yeah, their well, little side stories. i got to let them. <laughs> well, we felt the same way. And Melody Ash, congratulations on this series. I am so glad that you were asked to submit to Counterclockwise because out of that we get Caitlin Benoit and we get this fa- fabulous series and uh, I am just I'm just very thrilled about this. I think it's very exciting and ho ho hold on. Um one second, one more message. All right. And Janet in Jacksonville says, Yes, thank you. I will be getting this. Thank you for telling us thank you for the story and thank you for being on the show. And thank oh oh no, no, she's thanking me for getting you on the show. Um <laughs> hey, I was just lucky. Um but thank you so much, and we will be, I will be sharing again all of this information on all of my social media so they can find you easily and just wish you all the best of luck and best of success. And please, Melody Ash, creator of the Web of Echoes series and kick-butt archaeologist Caitlin Benoit, please come back to Madame Perry's salon. I would love to. All right. Thank you so much. And thanks to my dear friend, Sherry Rabinowitz, for sharing all of the cool people with me. And this is Madam Perry. Don't forget, I'll be sharing this, Melody Ash. And uh, and then remember my, my what I always tell you, folks, everybody's got to swing. Melody, thank you. Thank you very much. Mother Goose was cut loose 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.